Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A-Sides. On this episode, I had a pleasure chatting with vocal powerhouse, Moriah Formica. So, hey, Mariah, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am great. I am really good. good. Um, so, you know, you, you got a lot going on right now. Um, I mean, for, first of all, it seems like you've just been pumping out the, the, the covers here, like through the pandemic, at least. I've, I've yeah. noticed over the last few months doing a lot of the um, kind of at home in the studio uh, yeah. recordings and stuff and it's like it's really been blowing up I don't know if it seems that way on your end I have no idea but I just really started noticing a lot of them and it's a lot of it's because you know I'm you're 19 right yeah okay I thought I had that right but anyhow so I'm a <laughs> lot I'm a lot older and you know mm. a lot of my friends and peers are and we're all into I mean we grew up back kind of you know late like I get got into music like late 80s early 90s was when I was first at the age of really getting into music and rock and right. everything and so obviously <laughs> you start putting out like these covers of like you know 80s rock bands that and you're just crushing the vocals on it and Thank you. uh yeah you were welcome and I'm sure you're not that's not the first time you've heard that but <laughs> Um, well, no, but I, I'm super, super grateful every single time <laughs> I hear it. Well, good. Hopefully, you know. And uh, yeah. No, but anyhow, um, so I thought it was just really crazy because I'm like, well, wait a minute, this this girl's like, you know, really young. You obviously grew up. Somebody was teaching you, right? And then on top of it all, <laughs> like you weren't doing like the four millionth cover of Guns N' Roses. Sweet Child right. of Mine or something like all of a sudden the other day I see you're doing Dream Warriors by Dokken and I'm like holy shit who is this girl and what how does she know that song you know <laughs> and then you're doing Steelheart and stuff too yeah and um and I've seen your your name around and stuff for for a while and you know mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be honest like I didn't really watch the voice but I know that that's where you right. got your start and stuff and um, and I did, obviously then I went back after we started talking about doing this, this episode and I, I watched some of that and, um, I, I think it's pretty, you know, I don't, I guess call it your, your, uh, your first moment of big fame, I'm guessing is the, uh, crazy on you cover you did on the voice when it kind of blew everybody away and turned them all, all their chairs around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say, I definitely would say that that's the, the first big, big moment. Yeah. Right. Well, cool. Um. So anyhow, I don't want to chat too much on all that stuff because, I know you have, you've currently been putting together a new band, right? Yeah. And that, yeah. And that was with the help of, or at least I saw an article where. Uh, Lizzie Hale was kind of like 
like you got her attention and she kind of wanted to help you put together the band is that kind of how it went down well i had uh i actually had reached out to her and because because i i i know lizzie and um i i mean of course i just started out being a fan (laughs) but then as i became you know as i started playing out more and we got to play some shows together and then we just kind of became you know like in touch and stuff but um i was putting together a band and I was just, we were really having a hard time finding, you know, uh, guitar players. And so I had reached out to her and I was like, Hey, you know, uh, if you know any guitar players, you know, female guitar players, that would be great if you could recommend some, um, you know, and, and stuff like that. And she went out of her way and instead of just recommending them, not only did she do that, but she shared it. So I really, really appreciated that. She's, she's, she's awesome. She's a great person. She's always been, you know, and still is super, super helpful and supportive. So, well, yeah, that's very cool. Um, yeah. I mean, you get somebody like that, that is kind of backing you and trying to help you out. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. So- Cause when I was like 11, I was like, you know, saw my first hailstorm concert at 11 and I was like, Oh my gosh, this woman, like, I love her so much. I can't believe it's a- cause I'd never seen like, you know, I wasn't in the eighties or anything when, you know, like Lita Ford was there and, and, uh, and who else, who else, you know, Joan Jett, Joan Jett played guitar. Yeah. Like they all played guitar, but you know, for my generation, Lizzie Hale was like Joan Jett to me because she was the only one that I, she was, she was the first woman that I've ever seen play a guitar like that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's, you know, that's, that's me. That's what I want to do. And, um, you know, and, and years later, I didn't, th- not that many years later, I mean, I didn't think that I would be, <laughs> right. you know, playing shows with her and and uh, Joan Jett and stuff. So it was, it's crazy, so crazy to think back on it. So is that maybe how you got more of the, more into the 80s stuff was getting, being a fan of hers when you were younger and then going back and listening to the stuff that inspired her and. No, I actually, my dad raised me um, around like, I mean, from the time I was little, I mean, I loved, um, there was a time where I strictly only listened to older music. Um, Really, when I was like 12, you know, well, well, like 10, probably I started listening to, you know, more modern rock, I guess, like Hailstorm. But uh, really, my dad raised me on 80s music. And I had he he would always have like the 80s pop-up videos going on or like you know that metal show on Saturdays and and stuff like that and I just remember seeing all the the guys the guitarist and I'm like wow they're so freaking awesome I want to be that <laughs> and uh so yeah actually the first thing I picked up was guitar and singing didn't come until you know years after so um oh wow yeah I was in, I was into the classics in the 80s from from the get-go um and then, and then I kind of just got into Hailstorm because that was, you know, I already loved the classic rock. And then I know a lot of Hailstorm's influences, like you were saying, are a lot of those bands from back in the day. So, um, right. yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's <laughs> kind of been known for doing that same kind of thing. Like, she's covered a lot yeah. of 80s, you know, hard rock bands and stuff. And I think they've put out a couple different covers, EPs and stuff. and. 
And, you know, yeah. And you have, so you have an album or two and some singles. And I think you've put out some covers if I'm not mistaken. Or, or I, put just, out, I don't have any covers like, you know, out. They just been I like guess. the voice recordings that they kind of put yeah, out. Yeah. I think. Just the yeah. Just the voice recordings. Yeah. I, I, I do have an EP, but I put that out when I was like 14. Um, so it's not really, I mean, it's not super, it's not very representative of what my sound is today, of course. Cause you know, you grow a lot, <laughs> right. um, from the time you're 14 to 19. So, um, you know, I, I do have that out, but I also have a number of singles out. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I, uh, and then obviously I have the, the voice performances. So that's kind of what I have going on right now. And that, I have a few songs out with, I did some uh, songs with Michael Sweet from Striper, and so we have a couple of those out too. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Uh, so, going back to the band thing that we were talking about, did you put together? Are all members in place? Because I'm, I'm thinking I saw that they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did. We we ended up finding members, and we're all we're all ready to go now. So, are you guys writing an album as a band or is it kind of are you writing the stuff and kind of bringing it to them or was it already written well uh, for right now what uh what i what we're gonna you know what we've been working on are songs that i uh, wrote over the last maybe five years no not five years uh like three years two years maybe um but i i wrote them and um, we, I just kind of took them and, and we ended up working with, um, Johnny K who's, he produced, uh, disturbed back in the day and, and all sorts of people like three, three doors down and stuff like that. And so we started working with him in Nashville, Brooke and I went down there and, um, he just figured that those would be the best songs to do. Um, and so we, you know, so we recorded those songs and, um, but yeah, as far as albums, we, we're not really looking to do an album right now just because we're kind of, you know, we're still in the baby stages and stuff like that. Um, plus, I, I want to really put out an album when we have, you know, the fan base and, and the time and the money to kind of back all of that up right. since making an album is a lot of money. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's not and, uh, cheap. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. I would want, I would really want to put out an album once we gained a whole bunch of momentum, you know? Right. So but is it's it gonna... definitely in the future. I, I definitely do want to put out an album. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear because some people are just content with the singles. And I mean, I grew up in yeah. the era of the album. So I, oh yeah, no, I just I, always I... say it like, hey, you're putting out an album. And then sometimes I forget that that's not even on everyone's radar anymore. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I, I love I love uh, albums. I, I still listen to albums. <laughs> I um, I think it's sad that a lot of people don't. I I mean, I really love them because I feel like a lot of them tell a story too. It, it's not just like listening to one song and then being over. Right. Um, and so I really, really love that. But, and, you know, some bands might have one sound for their album. And then and, and I love listening to, different producers that a band or, or an artist might work with for each album. It, it's just exciting for me, you know, it's interesting. And I don't know, it's just, I could never see myself just being a, a single 
person. So there, there's definitely going to be some albums in the future. Well, it's good to hear. That's, you know, it's refreshing, especially because, yeah. I mean, you're you're of a generation that it just kind of seems that there's not, and I'm not trying to just sum your entire generation up or anything in one <laughs> you know? No, it's all good. I, I trust but, me. Whatever you're about to say, I totally agree. <laughs> no, I mean it's just it's weird to me because I mean I have a daughter that's around your age. You know, she's a couple mm-hmm. years older than you, and and I mean she's mm-hmm. into music and stuff. But I I kind of crammed it down her throat. But <laughs> but right. it seems like a lot of kids in that age group just aren't really into music. And then when they are, yeah. it's like techno and stuff that I don't even. I just don't get yeah. it. Like I've worked with a lot of younger guys and stuff and they'll they'll talk about going to these raves and stuff and then you see what a rave is and it's like so there's just a guy standing up there with a radio basically and you're jumping around with a glow stick. I, I don't understand this. Yeah, that <laughs> it, that that's something that it it really actually kind of ticks me off. I I don't I, I I'm right with you. I really don't understand. Um you know and it's crazy because I know a lot of kids that are that are my age that love, you know, real music and they love. Sorry, my dogs are barking in the background. I don't know if you can hear them. Uh, yeah, barely. So no. Sorry. But you know, a lot of them do love live music and they love bands. And and once you, you know, like when we play live shows, it's like the, the amount of young kids that go crazy over it is because they're not used to seeing real stuff anymore like so when they see a person that's their age you know a, a young girl sees another young woman up on stage with a guitar and it's all just real and it's raw and it's rock and roll it's almost probably like they're just discovering something because it's so <laughs> it's so unfamiliar with this generation because of you know what you were saying they're all so like you know they, they just listen to what they're fed and then right once you once you show them something real and different, they're like, "Holy crap, this exists!" And, and so, you know, but it's it's just crazy how things work. It, it's 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 really weird what's, you know, quote unquote popular now because I do know a lot of kids that love real music and they love rock and stuff. It's just it's well, just not what they're being given. It's not what they're being fed, <laughs> you right. know. So well, and maybe they'll change. Yeah, your generation for that. I, I hope so. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I already see a couple of a few, you know, positive changes over the last three years, maybe. So, right. You know, let's hope history repeats itself. Well, we all need something. I mean, yeah, the the music industry right now, it's and it's a funny thing to say because there are a lot of great bands, a lot of great bands, and you always hear people that say, oh, you know, there's no good bands anymore and, you know, there hasn't been a good band since 1982 or, you know, some of the old times right. saying stuff like that. And, yeah. I mean, there are, but they're not right. on the mainstream, you know, and there's not. Right. When I was a kid, there was, like, MTV, and MTV played music, and there was Headbangers Ball late at night. You'd stay up and watch yeah. that. And yeah, Things were cool, and then... I don't know if it's maybe it's my generation that just ruined it all. I don't know. (laughs) You know, we took it for granted and we ruined everything. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, (laughs) unfortunately, I wasn't alive then, obviously. But I mean, yeah, it's it's weird. It's really crazy. The music industry is, you know, I don't know. It's definitely not the same. Right. And it never will be. But 
I don't, especially right now with all of this going on. <laughs> well, this year is a tough um, one to navigate through for sure. I yeah. Mean, you know, yeah. it's crazy because some countries, I mean, they're just, I, I talked to a girl that's from, I don't, you, you ever listened to Thunder Mother? Thunder Mother? They're from uh, Sweden. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you'd really like them. They're, uh, mm-hmm. they're the the lead singer uh, Gernica. I talked to her a few days ago, mm-hmm. and she kind of has the Lizzie Hale kind of like she's a whaler. Like she belts and has some pipes, you know, like you. And, right. And she's got. I told her she sounded to me like if I was to describe her voice, it'd be you know kind of Lizzie Hale crossed with Janis Joplin. Right. So, but they're they're very uh, like ACDC rock and roll and. But anyhow, I do think you'd enjoy them, so you should check them out. But yeah, totally. Uh, when I was talking to her and another band a couple weeks ago from Sweden, they were kind of saying that you know over there it's just like they're not really shutting things down and live music's still happening, at least within yeah certain like Germany that's not the case, and so certain parts of the tours that they've booked have kind of you know got canceled and whatever. But right. But yeah, we uh. Definitely not, not the way it's going down over here. Yeah, um, no, America's, you know, and there's <laughs> shut everything down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some small. I don't know, like where I'm at in Central Illinois, there's some mm-hmm. small shows happening. Whether they should or not is maybe up for discussion, but yeah, um, yeah, there's not really much going on here you know i'm from new york so we're really right we're not you know (laughs) nothing's really open right now right as far as venues you know yeah and it's you know it's a bummer i mean it's a good time to be creative right i mean so i guess it was a good time for you putting together this new band you know i mean yeah definitely i mean i i got a i mean i got i signed a management deal during this whole thing so well there you go congratulations completely unexpected (laughs) thank you so I got to ask you too, because I don't know why I didn't think to ask this before, but is this new band, is it going to be a band like with the band name or is it going to be like your solo band? Yeah, we're going to have a band name. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be a, you know, an actual band. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I just wondered, I, you know, I mean, I, you could yeah, probably do did, it both ways, but that'd be pretty cool. Bit, but, uh, I, I, I mean, I've been doing the solo thing. For a little bit you know since i was like 13 probably and you know it just uh and i feel like for rock you know it just just makes more sense i feel like you know to have a kick-ass band especially with all females so right. uh so yeah that's really something that's kind of kind of rare you know is and I yeah was mentioning this on our last show so some people to some people i'll just be repeating myself i guess but <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of female fronted bands that's been yeah. more and more lately, but I really off the top of my head, can't think of an all female band, you know? Right. So, and maybe that's just because I'm just drawing a blank, but a lot of times, you know, at, at the most you get like three out of four are female, but then like the guitar right. player is still a guy or something and. So I think that would be, you know, it'd be unique. And especially if you guys come out swinging and just, you know. 
punch right, everybody yeah. in the face. <laughs> you know. But yeah, that's that's what I. I mean, I. You know, I thought the same thing because I'm like, you know, there's not really any all female bands, at least right now or in the last, you know, what like ten years? I don't know, but you know, I I would love to to see more all female bands particularly in rock you know because i know there's like girl groups and stuff but right this is rock and roll yeah <laughs> you know? yeah so those aren't um, bands those are right I don't know what they yeah are, no but... <laughs> exactly so i would love to see more of that and i would love to you know be a part of that too um because there's just something so badass to me about it i guess you know it's i love that girls can I think that there should be more females that can go on stage, you know, as a group and look beautiful, but also be badass, you know, right? And not have to. <laughs> well, know, and I think that you know, the, their bodies for that for for right. whatever it is, you know, get up there and and play your music, you know, and affect people, make a make an impact with that. Right. <clears throat> no, I agree. Not that there's I no mean... females out there doing that, but I'm just talking about kind of you know specifically female bands right yeah i mean in today's mainstream we're having the cardi b's of the world cram down our throats and I oh yeah personally it's, it's really... i have a young i have a like i mentioned before i have a daughter that's older but i also have a young daughter and yeah those aren't really the things i want even my daughter being a, an adult at this point i don't really even want right. her <laughs> subjected right i don't want that to, to be the kind of shit that she's listening to but my nine-year-old right. my nine-year-old i sure as hell don't you know want her growing up and that yeah, being like the it's precedent really, yeah it's really really it's actually really disturbing to see young kids making tiktoks or singing along to that song i just i can't right. wrap my head around it i don't and I get understand, and that, I don't. You know, I, sorry, I, what were you saying? No, I just was gonna say I get that adults think it's like most people will that I hear from say like, well, you know, I think it's funny, and it's like, yeah, that's fine because like you're an adult, and it's clearly right, right. should be perceived as a parody, right? But the fact that it's somehow a mainstream song getting mainstream success, and it's. Right. Like it's being presented like it's supposed to be taken seriously. That's... Yeah, that's my. You see, you just worded it perfectly. I, I could never really. I mean, there were so many things that I just never really nailed it down with that explanation. But that's exactly what it is for me too. Is like, you know, I think this song is funny. I think you know, right. if if some people you know would even argue that it's fun, you know, it's because it's girls and there's double standard, especially in the hip hop you know community. So it's like. I get that because there's tons of guys singing about girls things too. Right. But I mean, the fact that, you know, like you were saying, the fact that this is, we're supposed to take this song seriously and we're supposed to look at them like strong, well-rounded women and, and, you know, empowering. That's, I'm sorry, but that's a joke. That doesn't make me feel proud to be a woman. It doesn't. No, I mean, if anything, if you were it looking at, at the, if you were I looking look at, at it, I look at it and I laugh, to be honest. I'm like, you guys are really want me to feel empowered as a woman? No, no, it's the opposite. <laughs> no, I was going to say, yeah, if anything, it's like, geez, are you just trying to set yourself back? Like, I mean, what are you? Right. I, I feel like it's like, hey, men, come throw yourselves at me. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, I don't, 
I don't know. And and whether people want to acknowledge it or not, it does have an impact on the youth. It really does. So right. and, and and I know that because I'm right up in it. All right. I'm 19 years old. My generation loves that crap. Right. And I know how it affects them. I know I went to I, I, I just graduated high school two years ago. I know how it affects the young boys. I really do. Yeah. So it's and it's scary. It's scary and it's frustrating. <clears throat> well, it definitely presents a unrealistic uh, um, expectation of. I think just engaging with, you know, the opposite sex. I mean, right. it's like, yeah. Hey, this ain't how it's going to work boys. Like you, <laughs> you're in for a rude awakening. If you think that this right. is the kind of, the kind of shit that goes on out there. Like, I, right. And if there are girls like that, they ain't the ones you, you want anyhow. So <laughs> right. You best yeah. run the other direction. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, Having said all that, I'm looking forward to hearing your new band. And thank you. I definitely want you to keep us all posted on that, as I'm sure you will. And, uh, you know, I know you ain't got much time, so I'll let you hop off here. But I really appreciate you taking the time to chat today and everything. And I wish you luck with everything going on. And I hope that I hear back from you soon and maybe have you back on the show to talk more once the band's up and rolling. Yeah, totally. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, thank you. You take care, okay? I'll talk to you later on. Yeah, you too. All right. Bye. All right.